0: Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zanerministries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. I I labeled it this way Tongues is the key to breakthrough in the supernatural. Tongues is the key to breakthrough in the supernatural. Or uh, Kenneth E. Hagan, I believe, said, Tongues is the gateway. Into the supernatural, and so part of mo- part of your time when praying and fasting as full, full gospel, spirit-filled people should be dominated by praying in the spirit. And the great thing about that is you can pray in the spirit anytime, any place, at all times. You can be at work, and you don't have to. You don't have to scream tongues. You know that. I know there's groups of people where they think you're only dealing with the devil if you are in war tongues. Um, That's not in the Bible. Amen. Uh, I know there's times when the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you you will pray very fervently. I'm not downplaying that, but you can whisper in tongues while you're at your workplace. Amen. You can whisper in tongues while you're laying on your bed so you don't wake up your spouse. Because that would be very bad if you did. Amen. I've learned to do that just to pray in the spirit as I'm sleeping, you know, not sleeping, but as my wife is sleeping or my, you know, I'm in there alone and I don't feel like getting up, but I feel God wake me up at three in the morning or something like that. Has that ever happened to anybody? You can just whisper in tongues and you can pray, say, Lord, what is it? Because the Bible tells us that tongues is very important. In Romans 8.26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So in other words, the, the Spirit of God, when you're praying in the Spirit, you might be awakened in the middle of the night, or you might be like, Okay, I went through all of my prayer points already, but I still feel to pray, and I don't know what else to pray for. Yeah. Then you need to pray in the spirit. And that's why, uh, you know, this church, obviously, we were just praying in the spirit. That's part of uh, your prayer time. And Paul said this, that he prayed in the spirit and prayed in tongues more than anyone else. And look at the impact that he made. A big part of that impact is because of his praying in the spirit. Amen. And so, praying in the Spirit, it is unprofitable to your mind, but is very profitable to your life. Your mind has nothing to do with praying in tongues. They've even proven that through science. One doctor grabbed a Holy Spirit-filled woman, and he, he did some tests on her as she prayed in the Spirit, and he noticed that as she was praying in tongues, her mind, her, her uh, neurons in her brain were not firing like they normally would when you speak in a language. So that's proven that it's not coming from your head, it's coming from your spirit. So you you understand you're praying God's perfect will and why is it important that you're taking, and I want to give you three reasons why you should pray in tongues daily during this time, is number one, when you pray in tongues, you silence your mind and you pray the perfect will of God for your personal life, for your family, for your church, or anything else that God is wanting you to pray for. And a second Benefit to number one is the devil can't do anything about it He actually doesn't even know what you're saying Why does he attack tongues so much? Because he can't understand what you're praying So if you can't understand what's being said How are you going to counter, counter uh, what they're going to about to do? You don't know what they're about to do Right? You don't, he doesn't know what God speaks to your spirit Until you let it out of your mouth in English or in a language that's understood, right? Yeah. So the devil has fought parrying in tongues more than anything else because he cannot do anything about it, nor does he understand it. 1 Corinthians 12 or 1 Corinthians 14 2, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So no, it's it's unfruitful. To the natural man, why would you pray in tongues? But it's you're praying to God according to Scripture. You're praying to God. And it's your hotline to heaven. It's your access to the supernatural. If you want to uh, get into the Spirit, the fastest way is to pray in tongues. You might start in the flesh, but you end up in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. What do I mean start in the flesh? You don't feel any anointing. You don't feel any unction in your spirit to pray in tongues. But once you've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you also received your prayer language. So you don't need to wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon you again like he did the first initial baptism. You just need to begin to pray in the spirit because you already had that gift. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible goes on to say. 2 Corinthians 10:4 through 5. For our weapons of our warfare not carnal, but are mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So our our battle is not in the flesh uh, with the devil; it's in the spirit. Right. So we need to use spiritual weapons against the in the spirit realm. And the greatest weapon that you have. Outside of the blood of Jesus, the authority of Jesus is, is your prayer language because it, it totally disarms him. He does not know what to do. He goes into total chaos because he has no idea what is being done. Amen. And then God is going to work for you as you pray in the spirit. There's no greater uh, as a full gospel, Holy Spirit filled believer. There's no greater dependency in your prayer life than when you're praying in tongues because you don't even have control on what you're praying. You're totally saying, Lord, I'm doing this by faith because, yes, the Bible says I'm to pray in my understanding and to pray in the spirit. I'm to sing in my understanding and to sing in my spirit. But a lot of times the things that we uh, we uh, pray in English may not be exactly what God wants you in your life. Do you understand that? And that's my second point. Praying in tongues. Actually, yeah, the more you pray in tongues, the more you will hear the voice of the spirit, and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's my point. But another point to add to that, as I'm as I'm speaking is a lot of times in the spirit, we're praying what we need to pray rather than what we want to pray. That's good. Don't miss that. You're praying what you need to pray rather than what you want to pray, because if you understood maybe fully what you're praying in tongues, you would never, ever pray that in English. You could be praying to move halfway across the world. Would you pray that right now? Probably not. But you're praying and interceding like in tongues and God, you're actually praying the perfect will of God over your life that one day you might get up and move. Or one day you might go and work at a different job. Or one day you might do this or that. You would never pray it in the natural. But God is using you to connect with the Holy Spirit to pray it through. Amen? And eventually I've noticed over time that as I pray in the spirit, God begins to give me desires that I never had before wow. because I've been praying those things all that time, but now it's coming and popping up like a pop tart in my spirit to my mind that this is what I need to do in my life. But it was, it's been there the whole time in the, in the realms of the spirit, but I didn't know it until it was time because I prayed it through. Is that, is that making sense? So the more you pray in tongues, the more you will hear the voice of the Spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5.16 says, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I love uh, what Smith Wigglesworth said. He said, if you pray in tongues every day until you feel the anointing, you'll never backslide. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Pray in tongues until you feel the anointing, you'll never backslide. Why? Because you'll, begin, you'll hear the voice of God daily. You'll experience the anointing daily. You'll experience the Holy Spirit daily. Amen? And point number three, praying in tongues will keep your faith and spirit man strong to see the breakthrough all the way through. Amen? Jude 20 says, but beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, right? But then there comes a point where you're standing upon that word that God has spoken to you. So many times people, they've received the word, they have it by faith. But then there's a time like we were talking about the test of the flesh and the testing. Yes, you're seeing breakthrough, but but you're standing upon the word. And the Bible says that you will build yourself up on so that you're not praying in tongues to get more faith. No faith is coming by you praying in tongues. Faith came by the Word. But now you're building upon that Word in tongues. You're building and you're strengthening your spirit, man. You're strengthening that faith that came from the Word so that as time goes on, if you're waiting and you're standing and you're pressing in, you'll persevere through it until you see the breakthrough all the way through. Old timers would call it, I'm praying through. Amen. Is that correct? You would pray it through. You would pray it all the way through. They would take time and pray, and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray until they saw the breakthrough. What were they praying? They were praying in the Holy Spirit. Wow. My grandfather would tell me stories when he first got saved. And I'm, I'm going to close here in a second, but in a, in a minute. But he would say that he would pray for sometimes eight to nine hours a day when he first got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. He would just pray and pray. He said he would put a clock up. And he would, he would, uh, so he knew when it's time, you know, he had to do stuff eventually. So he had to put a clock up and he would just, he would just pray. And next thing you know, he'd look at the clock and it's been eight hours. It's been nine hours. He's like, okay, I guess I'm done. Like I've been, I just been going. How, how is that possible? He's building up a spirit man by praying in the spirit. You can only pray so many things in English for that long. But, but the results that happened from him praying because he felt called to ministry. And he, he felt like God was calling to do something big. But here he is, a young man. He's got nothing. And he would pray and pray. And then God would use him in power and demonstration after he would pray like that. He, God would use him to, to heal the sick like instant miracles, like amazing miracles. Cancer swallowing off of people. People who have major diseases in their skin and everything, it would just fall off. And it was because of his time building up his spirit man and praying and walking in the spirit. And then many times I remember him telling stories about he would have a grocery list because he had no money and he just, you know, he was just barely making it. He started at a little church. He said he lived in a chicken coop. And so that was his house. They turned it into a little parsonage, literally a one one room chicken coop that was converted into a house. And he said he would write out his grocery list. And then he would go to pray for six, seven, eight hours. He'd just pray and pray and pray. Not not praying for the list, but he said, Lord, I need this. But then he would just pray in tongues. Yeah. And then sure enough, as soon as he would finish, someone would knock on the door and say, Brother Arnett, are you in there? And he said, yes, I'm in here. And they said, we brought you some groceries. And he said, did you? And he said, bring them in. And they would pull one by one and he would check off. And everything that was on his grocery list got, got provided for. Every single thing down to the T came in. Isn't that amazing? So they, this, these, these are things that you are, you're praying through to see the breakthrough. Amen? Maybe you're at that low level where you just need to see groceries come in. God will answer. But when, you know, as you go and grow, there's more things that you need and stuff. God sees that. Amen? And by you praying in tongues... You're building yourself up on your most holy faith, and you're going to see the breakthrough. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of just when. Amen? Amen. Are you encouraged? Yes. Praise God. Me too. Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We are asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we can. and click the Give Now button to become a monthly covenant partner today.